0: Welcome to episode four, the Healthy and Thriving Podcast, Aligned and Thriving.
1: Okay. I was wondering (laughs) where you were going with that.
0: Healthy (laughs) and Thriving. What are you talking about here? Sorry, I messed up. Today's about health coaching. And so my brain was thinking all about health and health coaching, That's but it. yeah, it's going to be a fun good. episode. I'm super excited to have Theresa Davis join us today. Um, she's a national board certified health and wellness coach, graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. So she has a huge wealth of knowledge in nutrition and just a h- amazing person to have part of our team. And so I really want to spend some time with her today, learn more about her health coaching and uh, how people could benefit from having an amazing health coach like Theresa. All right. Tony, do you want to introduce our guest? Yep. So we already did a little intro about you, um, but uh, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you on here. And just, I really want to kind of start off learning a little bit about you and your journey to becoming a health coach. What can you give us a little bit of a background of where the passion comes from? and the interest that drove you to become a health coach and then we'll get into a little bit more about all the training and everything that you have to do what you do
2: yeah sure well i think that you know like a lot of people that have landed in the health space like this it came from a personal journey and i think that health coaching really found me you know more than it was an Mm -hmm. intentional path that i took um You know, I suffered from some, you know, chronic conditions over the years. And once it kind of came uh, to a, you know, a a diagnosis that I was dealing with a autoimmune condition, I had to really find my own path to be able to approach that condition, because there wasn't really a clear path for it. Um, So I think that I went through a, a kind of a long hardship in looking for the answers from the medical field where really it wasn't until I kind of came into my own uh, power through, you know, just working through nutrition and lifestyle factors and all the things that were in my control before I started to heal from that. And eventually some of the healers that I was working with kind of planted the seed to me saying that, you know, the results that they were seeing that I was having They would love to see some of that in their own patients Mm -hmm. and if i could share some of that knowledge and some of that um you know kind of journey that i went through and off i went you know i just started to dig a little bit deeper in how i could help other people make that journey a little bit less painful to um you know deal with their chronic conditions and so that's you know off i went i just started learning how i could get into that and learned about health coaching and seem like a good fit.
1: Do you want to share what that autoimmune diagnosis was? Would you be willing to share yeah, that?
2: It was I had been suffering from Lyme disease for probably they're estimating about 15 to 20 years yeah and yeah it got progressively worse And if you know anything about Lyme disease it's one that it has a very divided medical field mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah. not only is there a clear approach when you do get that diagnosis, there's really a divisiveness. And so you're kind of left confused and on your own for quite some time. So I think there's a
1: lot of diagnosis out there that there's not a clear cut answer to. It's yeah, there's you can get conflicting information depending on who you see, um, who diagnoses you. So, yeah, that's crazy.
0: Well, so yeah, how powerful sure. that is though for you to have walked that path and then, yeah. you know, it sounds like you got kind of placed into like kind of a mentorship type position to help other individuals that are kind of going down this path. And from the practitioner standpoint, you know, we're thinking about the clinical stuff and the labs and all this data. And then we're like, okay, we finally arrive at this named condition now you need to go figure it out again on your own. And the support is just not there. And sometimes a practitioner doesn't have those resources to connect what we need to do and the individual where they're currently at. And there's so many facets, I think, that I've even experienced with individuals that hold them back or make it difficult or you're overwhelmed. Or certainly if you don't feel well, it's pretty hard to make some Mm -hmm. major life changes when you don't feel well. So it sounds like you got kind of brought in organically as a mentor or maybe even a health coach before you were even health coaching. Right. So that's (laughs) pretty cool. Yeah. 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 You have empathy, right. For something that you've walked the journey on to help others that. Yeah. I think it's really helpful
2: to, to, you know, connect with people that I do have great empathy for that and have gone through it myself. So I think that one of the traits with health coaching, though, one of the things that we're trained in is that if we can relate and have empathy, But everyone has to be on their own journey. So although it's a, it's a very helpful tool for me to be able to draw from, I really respect that everyone is on their own, their own path and I don't bring in my history to it. It's helpful, but at the same time, I have to be aware.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You go on to seek education in health coaching at that point, or did you, how did you? Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, Good I definitely did. I, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit gradual. I, I led a support group um, here in, in uh, Portland, Oregon for Lyme disease. And I could see that, you know, I could do something a little bit more structured and a little bit more impactful if I kind of learned the skills of, of how to do that. So that's when I enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Okay. It's a, um, a, one of the largest schools in the, in the world that focuses on just um, certifying for health coaching. And it kind of teaches you the basic um, skills and foundation in the lifestyle factors um, needed for overall health and wellness, but also the skills that come into play when it comes to actually working with, um, with clients seeking behavioral changes. So kind of those two things, and then from there, after graduating from there, I went on to become um, nationally board certified. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a whole, you know, bigger level of education that they kind of run or set the standards for health coaches. And so you go into a little bit deeper studies about behavioral change and um, kind of some guidance in that direction.
1: In in regards to like the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, is what's the standard for like to become a health coach? It sounds like there's different you know kind of avenues from an educational standpoint that you can do, and then you take the board certification, and that certifies you as as essential health coach. You know, are there you know programs? Are there schools out there that have degrees in health coaching?
2: Yeah, there's certifications in health coaching. You know, unfortunately, health coaching has been one of those industries that people can use the term and then there's not a license behind it. Uh-huh. So it can be kind of confusing. So thanks for asking that question. Uh-huh. Um, being certified in health coaching is where the, the ground level schools come in, your basic um, graduate schools, like the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. There's several really wonderful schools out there, like Well Coaches, um, Duke University, that have health coaching programs. And so by the end, you have the skills and the knowledge base and a certification. And then if you, you know, are interested in knowing a little bit more about what those schools are and how many they are, how many there are in the country, um, really the, the place to go for that is through the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching. And okay. they list the schools that are approved under their you know, guidance. They have partnered with the um, National Board for Medical um, Examiners. They are the the board that does the licensure for, as you know, for um, medical licenses. Mm -hmm. And so together they partnered in 2017 to be able to set those guidelines and standards. So that's where you can really find that information.
1: Yeah. So to be certified, you you need to have passed a National Board exam to... No,
2: no. The, you can be certified through um, some of the coaching schools that I mentioned, like mm-hmm. the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and Well Coaches and Duke. Um, then, if you do choose to proceed to be nationally board certified, that's just a you know bit of a higher level. It's kind um, of level. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: it gives you more then- prestige.
2: Well, I suppose that, and you also have to um, recertify every three years and you have to have continuing education credits within that time too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: what we have to do as chiros.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now we offer a lot of services here at Align for Life. One of those being counseling. Can you help us kind of clarify a little bit? What is the difference between health coaching and counseling? I know sometimes they get overlapped a little bit in in someone's mind, but can you kind of clarify a little bit what the health coach role looks like versus maybe when you go to see the counselor?
2: Well, yeah, I can just kind of give you an overview of what the differences are. And then I can tell you a little bit more about like what a health coach, you know, what you can expect from health coaching, but both counseling and coaching are, um, they're empowering models of care. They just have a different approach um, and objectives. So coaching, you're going to focus on the present, And the client, it's going to be client centered, they are going to, you know, put out their goals, they're going to set their goals and their vision for wellness. And then we're future focused when you're working in coaching, and to build their own personal strengths, their professional strengths. And when you're working in counseling, you're usually landing in a a counseling setting due to needing to heal from pain or conflict. Uh, From within, maybe from your past, and it might be um, needing to resolve challenges that came from your past that might be hindering your present. So it's just kind of a different approach and different objectives.
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense. Is
1: when I think of health coaching and the word coach as a whole, it, it I'm a very I love sports. And so anything that I can Mm -hmm. correlate or relate to when it comes to sports or tie anything Mm -hmm. back to sports helps me understand. So the coaching aspect, you know, like a head coach on a team, it's yes, they're in charge of the nuances of the game, but it's it's a, you're help motivating different individuals to kind of reach a common goal. And and I feel like health coaching, or at least my understanding of health coaching is, you know, you're empowering individuals, you're, you're trying to motivate them and get them, coach them to whatever goals they, they set that is, is that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like that you made that connection there because I do think that the word coach is really interesting. It means, you know, different things to different people. You know, you might envision a a whistle around the neck or something or, you know, (laughs) and that's a very directive role. I feel like, you know, coaching, like you're directing a team, you're directing, you're wearing a whistle. So I don't do any of the whistle wearing, but I do do some of the, I'm glad that you said motivating because where health coaches are trained is more about, um, finding that motivation from within for people. So, you know, we're about behavioral change. So although in, you know, sports and like I'm trying to tie it back to what you said, you all have a common goal and you're very aware of what that goal and what that vision is. But a lot of times when people land in the coaching um, clinic, they they do have an outcome that they probably want to have in mind, but there's a whole middle ground in there that Mm -hmm. we need to find out kind of what their motivation is, and then the behavioral changes that need to happen in order to get them to achieve those goals. Mm -hmm. And so the two biggest predictors of of success and behavioral change is self-efficacy and autonomy. So if you believe in yourself and you, you believe in the action steps that we're putting together to get you there, that's one and then autonomy knowing that you are in charge that you are deciding that you want to make this change you're not told to make this change you might be told to make the change if you've got a
1: a (laughs) condition
2: you don't really have any other choice right but but it's it's got to be broader than that it has to be more than that so
0: yeah and i think about you know like hiring a golf coach to work on your golf swing, right? They might have some strategies or some techniques or some deviations to give you to say, Hey, do it a little bit, this, or, you know, differently, stand a little bit differently. Let's move your foot out or, you know, you're bending here improperly or whatever, but those techniques and strategies assist that individual in improving their swing, right? Not the coach coming in and doing the swing for yeah, you. right? Well said. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, And I, I just see, such benefit in using coaches, whether it's an athletics or health, or even, um, just life coaches. I've, 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 even had some personal benefit from using a life coach where you're faced with some mm-hmm. really difficult decisions and you're trying to weigh mm-hmm. some things out and you're overwhelmed with the, the analysis paralysis. Right. And sometimes somebody mm-hmm. coming in an objective place with some tools to kind of guide you through that
1: mm-hmm. creates
0: some pretty good outcomes. And so, um, yeah it's so powerful in the health space because it can be overwhelming, right? Like we start talking about making lifestyle changes in the way we eat, move and think and it's overwhelming, right? And we mm-hmm. get yeah, and that, paralysis.
2: That's, that's exactly right. You know, because a lot of times what do we do when we don't know where to start, right? So you don't have a plan in place. You don't really you know where to kind start. Kind of
0: default, right? Back to the old yeah. way of doing things, right? You know? Or you mm-hmm. don't do
2: anything. Right, right, exactly. Right,
0: whatever we so, were kind of conditioned to do.
1: When Tony and I were at, at Cerner, when I would talk to some of the health coaches, a lot of how they approached was motivational interviewing. Um, mm-hmm. That, in my understanding of that was, you know, kind of meeting a person with where they're at and then kind of guiding them or motivating them along their journey. Is, I mean, is that accurate to yeah. say? Yeah. I mean...
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, motivational interviewing has a, it's it's an actual communication technique. And so it's a style, it's just a style of communication that it brings out the motivation, I'm not giving them no motivation, we're not telling you all the great things that are going to happen if you make this change.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: about a communication style, which kind of allows the client to look inside to find that motivation themselves by just asking certain kinds of questions or the conversation. It's really about self-discovery and empowering yourself. And so, yeah, that motivational interviewing is a really, it's one of the things that to be nationally board certified that they really um, are an advocate for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of bringing out their inner greatness. It's usually there, right? You just have to help them kind of realize it. Yeah. What about, you know, we talk about all these different coaches, whether it's, you know, a golf swing or basketball or whatnot, when it comes to health coaching, what would be, you know, some common, I hate to say reasons, but things, you know, reasons why people are, are seeking health coaching in general that you feel um, they can reach the most benefit from, like what, what are those most common Reasons why you typically work with somebody and what's that look like to work with somebody?
2: Yeah. Well, I think that there's a few reasons that people sometimes are going to seek out health coaching. I think health coaching is a little bit newer in the realm of, you know, healthcare, but some of the reasons that people might reach out is they might've been given a medical condition that requires a change in diet and lifestyle. And like we just talked about aren't really sure where to start. Um, So For instance, if I can just give a quick example, there was someone that was diagnosed with an an autoimmune condition that was told that they needed to either go on a a certain medication for the rest of their lives or they could go down the road of an elimination diet. And when that patient asked, what is the elimination diet, how would I go about that, Um, there wasn't an answer. Like literally, they did not get an answer from their from their email asking that question, and so that was when she had landed in health coaching. And so we explored those different opportunities. So and in the end, so there's a process to the health coaching relationship. And in the end, after looking at the rest of her lives and all the different pillars that um, you know take. Take a role in, in that decision making, decided to do a, a bit of an elimination diet and is thriving um, in that atmosphere now. So that is one of the reasons is that they're not getting answers outside. And then also people land in this, in this, you know, place just looking for clarity um, on the next steps in their own lives. It can also be in a professional aspect, um, mm-hmm. if they're looking to change careers, if they're looking to manage other areas in their life um they might be confused about some other um, information that they've heard on nutrition nutrition is a huge one that brings people in because there is so many different routes so much information out there so they might just need some clarity around that and what's right for them that's one thing i've
0: noticed about you uh, as we've been working together that you seem to have an extra set of tools and passion for the nutritional piece. And I don't know if that comes from your education, life experiences or a combination, um, but I, you're a wizard even in the nutritional space on top of the health coaching piece as well. And so, um, yeah, is that just something you have interest in or have done a lot of extra yeah,
2: all of the above. That's all a really above. great observation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To say I'm passionate about It's like an understatement because I really feel like it's at the foundation mm, of, of everything of our whole health. I feel like you can't really get a handle on the other aspects of your life that, that, you know, are in the health space, whether it's, you know, getting proper sleep or getting, you know, stress management or physical activity, it really has to be grounded in getting the proper
0: nutrition
2: right. and we can uh-huh. get there. But there's also the fact that we have to not be doing damage to our, ourselves right, right? and our, our, our gut and our ability to function at a higher level. So I do have a great passion in that and I have great empathy around the relationship that people have with food. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very um, uh, not a tricky slope, but like you, you need to be able to be flexible in your approach to nutrition. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Do you feel there's a lot of emotion? Like when it comes to that, I mean, I, I feel sometimes there's, uh, you know, people emotionally eat or, you know, if they've got some, some trauma in their, in their past that is tied to food, it, it can be, Kind of challenging to kind of get somebody out of that. It's it's you know it's not it's not as simple as hey you should eat this. It's there's a lot more involved. Yeah,
2: there's a lot more involved there. That's that's exactly right because food is. Our relationship to food is our relationship to life. You know, you think back at your earliest birthday parties or what do you do when you celebrate something fun? You know, exciting in your life. It revolves around food. Food is a joy. Food is a share a meal yeah exactly. So there is an emotional aspect of it, and then the other side of it that you talked about, emotional eating, and you know it can be a detriment, it can be you know a lot of things to be able to unpack there.
0: Mm-hmm. so
2: there is no shortage of the relationship that we have when it comes to our mm-hmm. relationship, you know eating
0: patterns mm-hmm. for sure.: Yeah, we've definitely gone away from using food as our nourishment and turned it into more of a nurturing kind mm-hmm. of behavior, mm-hmm. right. Um, and I see that, and I'm glad you really mentioned too, that working with the health coach might be more about, I need some help with emotional, mental, um, challenges that I'm trying to overcome. It doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm trying to change my diet or whatever, even though we know all these things kind of play into this whole person care that we like to give. But, um, yeah, it could be just, you're really challenged and you're overwhelmed and stressed in your station in life, whether it's a career move or something, That uh,
2: yeah, that, That's part of health too. Of- we
0: just don't talk about it as much, I think. So I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. There's a mental, emotional side of things.
2: Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of fear behind that as well. And I think that sometimes when we have a fear of change, whether it's that fear around, gosh, please don't take my coffee away or please don't take right. my chocolate away. You know, there's a fear that goes along with that. So we, we're hesitant to approach. But if we can approach it from a, you know, kind of a powerful standpoint and our choices Um, and do it in a way that's not going to be, um, you know, depriving yourself. You're more of nourishing yourself.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, it, it sounds like using the coach really does drive better outcomes for an individual. Um, is that typically what you see? And it sounds like people that have been, you know, maybe they got a new diagnosis or they're getting some new lab findings or they're wanting to make some change and They're just kind of lost. I, I don't see that individual successfully making those changes on their own. Maybe they do, but that overwhelm leads to more overwhelm, right? And mm-hmm. and, and then they yeah, and freeze. I think that... And so, yeah. What are some of the outcomes that you see when somebody walks with a coach when they're dealing with yeah. a health crisis, you know?
2: well the health, the health outcomes can be like transformative the the example that i just gave you know earlier about the autoimmune condition of the of the woman who chose to you know make small changes in her life i mean they were small but they were forward and they were weekly steps that have now kind of led her to a place where you know she's living a, her life differently and that's one of the things about health coaching so you you get the positive outcomes and whether they're you know working towards your your goal of nutrition or more movement or relationships but also once you know that you have that power and that skill set on how to approach things to be able to create a vision for yourself understand the action steps to get there so once you break that down and learn that skill you can apply it in so many other areas of your life you know your your relationships or or at work or going
0: yeah, on a trip. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super powerful. What about So, um, I want to
1: ask Yeah, go ahead. you guys both a question. Well, not individually, but just as a whole. So, Tony, with your training in in the functional med piece, you have brought Teresa on board here as the health coaching. How does that relationship kind of work together? What what does that look like? as that, you know, somebody gets into that process or gets into like, where, where does the individual go? What does, you know, kind of what does that whole thing look like?
0: Yeah. So, um, my approach to functional medicine and my understanding of kind of helping people heal is that it, it is this journey and it's a process and it doesn't happen overnight as much as we want to get the quick fix in there and just boom, everything's better. Um, It usually has a lot of components to making these changes. And as the practitioner, you know, I'm kind of focused on this clinical component and, um, you know, whether it's reading labs or just assessing what's going on with the individual. And, And much like Teresa was talking about earlier, you know, sometimes we arrive at a point where we're like, okay, now we think we know what's going on. Now we need to work backwards and start removing the things that are toxic and addressing the deficiencies and Uh making these lifestyle changes, which we know are 80% of the equation. And, uh, Teresa and I have had lots of these conversations about healing for a lot of people. 80% of it is the lifestyle factors, these pillars of health that we talk about so often, which is, you know, the diet and the nutrition component, sleep and rest and recovery, you know, hydration, Mm -hmm. managing stress, movement, And just even that, even just trying to summarize it, like we do here in our office, where we talk about addressing toxicity and deficiency and the way people eat, move, and think that seems really, really simple to talk about, but in theory and practice, it's pretty difficult and everybody's in a different place. And some people need more focus on nutrition. Some people need to get more into physical activity. um, Some people need all factors, right? And Mm -hmm. so um, when I'm rolling out this you know, functional medicine kind of program or protocol or these plans, it's pretty comprehensive. It's pretty robust. And so if there's somebody there to work with the individual to go, okay, we recognize where you're at and let's make these small steps to eventually get big changes over time. The health coach just works so beautifully in that role. And, uh, we've seen that and she compliments me in a way that you know, even just from a personality and the way she connects with the individual is very different than maybe how I do in the clinical setting. And so um, we've designed an approach and, and Teresa's very much co-created this with me to put the coaching forward and f- upfront and early in the process, knowing that, you know, if we break things into kind of three tiers, the big work in the beginning is more of this lifestyle stuff. For instance, yeah. you know, we did another podcast podcast Last week on supplementation. And I think the supplements are super important and powerful. But if you're not eating well, you're not moving, you're not sleeping, some of these foundational components aren't in place, maybe it's not time to do the supplements just yet, you know? Yeah. Or um, maybe it's not even time to focus on some of the clinical testing until we clean up or clear the muddy water, so to speak. And, um, that's why I think we've designed a program that's really effective and beneficial for the individual and that will lead to better results, um, Mm -hmm. because you've got that support throughout the process. And, um, and that's just kind of how we've designed it. And I think it's, I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be a better experience, I think for the individual, but it's definitely clinically proven to, turn out better results. And Mm -hmm. uh, that way it's not a one size fits all for everyone of, okay, I figured out the diagnosis. Here's this canned treatment. Good luck. You know, what like (laughs) Teresa was talking about. Right. And, um, it is overwhelming and wellness is really a practice, right? Like a daily practice of making good, healthful decisions throughout the day and what you're eating, drinking and your relationships and sleep and all these things that leads and continues, you know, good health. So, that's a little bit about why I wanted to have health coaching in, in part of this whole functional medicine program that we have designed, and uh, we're lucky to find Teresa to work with us, and and she's been impressing me every step of the way, and so Amen, uh, brother. Your success you depends to... on her. <laughs> <laughs> she's really the wizard behind the curtain. So she so <laughs> she is. She's amazing. She's... She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you don't have to do the functional med, uh, programs here at Align for Life to do health coaching. She completely health coaches directly. We have individuals that choose to just start working with her. And I think that's fantastic. And I think mm-hmm. for some people, they need to spend some time in that space, um, to start a, it may be first identifying where there could be some, you know, some balls that are dropped in their health Regiment and uh, start to fix those first before we even look at doing the clinical testing and stuff. And uh, yeah, so we're having fun. Teresa, any thoughts on that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting over here nodding. That was really yeah, yeah, that was yeah. really well said. I think that we put together a really unique um, approach here. You know, because it's not it's not norm in the in the healthcare. You know, field to be able to have a team like this. To you know, a lot of times when we go to a doctor's office or a clinic, we've got what twenty minutes maybe to be able to you know speak what we you know are are needing to say or to listen or to walk away with clarity. So this is just a really unique you know um, approach that that we have that can be so impactful. How often do people really get to sit with themselves to learn? you know, what are their obstacles? What, what are, what are, what can they be doing that's already in their power to, you know, bring them along? So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're really, we really want to transform lives and help people get and stay healthy, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think this is just the best way I think to do it so far that Mm -hmm. I've, I've come across. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and Uh, I
1: think every healthcare provider in the beginning gets in, gets into their profession because they want to help people. And somewhere along mm-hmm. the way they get drugged through the mud or get stuck and it, it turns into a grind and and you know almost a job and and fundamentally, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and realize like this is you know, people who are drawn to, to healthcare, you know, do it because they enjoy helping other individuals in in along yeah. their journey and whatever that may be. And sometimes we get stuck and yeah it's 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 rewarding
0: yeah and and, you know for us that's one of the reasons we have structured the clinic in the fashion that we have much like you know a direct primary care practice where they're not governed by certain things that might limit or restrict their ability to really meet that patient where they're at and walk with them and really focus on Mm -hmm. health versus just treating sickness and so um but it's difficult in, in the mainstream medical model to do that well, even though there's some really amazing, passionate providers yep. that want their patients to get well. They just don't have the tools, right? And, and including a health coach might be, you know, a huge consideration for a lot of practices, you know, that would help the mm-hmm. patient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Teresa, before we get off, I want to leave the listeners with just some tools or thoughts or information that they might um, – be able to deploy in their own life without using a coach uh, initially to give them just some, some benefit on how they might feel or what they could do to kind of get unstuck or to make some changes that they're working on or, um, you know, kind of self improve. And then obviously there's nothing better than actually working with the coach. And so we can talk about that too. And um, how we do that here, but um, yeah, what's some things that people could do or focus on to try to overcome some some difficulty with change. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, if you have any, I'm just, I'm
0: putting you on the spot. I know. (laughs) Elevator speech. (laughs) We need your elevator speech. What's your pitch?
2: I would love to get on a soapbox and just tell everyone what to do, but that's just not how I work. (laughs) But you know, one of the things that I can say, like the best thing that you can do for yourself is really just focus on cutting out ultra processed foods. Mm. That's going to be your biggest bang for your buck right there. It's, Cutting out the things that are going to be detrimental long term, that aren't going to meet any kind of goal that you have, just the ultra processed, you know, highly inflammatory foods. So maybe just, you know, start thinking about that. Maybe, you know, once a week, cut it out, twice a week, cut it out. Just kind of just start, start that mindset. And speaking of mindset, I'm not in a big uh, depression deprivation kind of mindset, like what do I have to cut? What do I, even though I just said that, but what do I have to cut out? What can't I do? It's Mm -hmm. going to be more about what can I do to support where I want to go? Um, Just knowing that you have that choice and that option, what can I put in? So let's just start putting in some more healthy foods then. Or what is it that I want more of in my life? Do I want to spend more time with friends? Do I want to have a more positive um relationship so it's just start thinking about that mindset of what do i want more of versus depriving yourself what am i doing wrong it's much more motivating to work from a strengths standpoint than it is from a deprivation standpoint so just kind of starting to get into that mindset
0: yeah i mean that's empowering to realize that you have options and adding in is more fun than taking away. I definitely yeah. think there's something to whether it's you know your finances or your health early on identifying the things that you know or we talk about finances, um, yeah. you know your spending habits, right? So it's it's less yeah. about how much are you making if we can curb the spending a little bit. So if we can pull back on some of the things that are toxic and harming us, whether it's relationships or food, um, and start adding in things that are joyful and fruitful for us. Um that's empowering and enjoyable, right? That's that's an enjoyable experience. It doesn't have to be and that's what's
2: sustainable. You know, we kind of stay where the joy is. That's sustainable. Feeling good, you know, having your goals met, that's sustainable.
0: Yeah, that's a good concept that I think is important too is the sustainability, right? Especially when it comes to diets and stuff. It keeps you on track. Yeah. 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 And accountability with you is good too.
2: Yeah, that is, that is true. Yeah.
0: So if somebody wanted to work with you, what's the best um, way for them to go about that?
2: Well, I'm on the Align for Life, just go on alignforlife.com on the website, and you'll see the health coaching and I have availability um, on the schedule. So if you want to maybe set up an initial strategy session, it's called initial strategy session, because we can kind of talk about, you know, what you're looking for, what you're what your goals are where you need help in meeting those goals so we can do an initial strategy session and then from there see if there is some follow-up sessions you want to do if it's the right fit so i think that's the best way to be able to get started
0: great yeah that's awesome yeah yeah good to hear well thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast this is a new journey for us and and we're just super happy to have you a part of the align for life team Uh, i know our patients are benefiting from that so thank you so much it's been
2: a real pleasure working with everyone yeah
1: thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of aligned and thriving we hope you found our conversation enlightening and entertaining if you enjoyed this episode and want to stay connected with us We invite you to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and it helps us tremendously in reaching a wider audience.
0: Also, we'd love to connect with you. You can find us on Instagram at Align for Life Health and Facebook at Align for Life. Your support means the world to us and we appreciate every like, share and comment. So join our community and let's continue the conversation beyond this podcast. We look forward to connecting with you Until next time, stay curious, stay inspired, and keep exploring the world of Aligned and Thriving.